Welcome to the Alcohol Rethink Podcast with me, your host, Patrick Fox. This podcast is for the guys out there who question the role that alcohol plays in their lives, men who want to stop drinking and don't know where to go or how to start. We're going to cover all of that and more. Let's go. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 67 of the Alcohol Rethink Podcast. Awesome to be back with you guys. I always look forward to recording these podcasts and sharing with you what is on my mind. And I've got to say, a lot of stuff that is on my mind, actually, I've got to give a lot of credit to some of the guys that I'm working with at the moment because every week when I'm coaching them and I'm seeing what's coming up for them, it like just gives me so many other ideas about what I can share with you guys to, to help you even more. So firstly... Shout out to all of the awesome guys I'm working with currently. I think you're all doing incredible. I think you're brave. I love the fact that you're going against, you know, the general flow of what people believe about alcohol and you're making that choice for yourself. In fact, so much so that I love when guys are telling me the results that they're getting in their life. So I just want to share with you all a quote that one of my recent clients said to me, right? He's like, when I started this program, I couldn't imagine a life without alcohol. Now I can't imagine a life with alcohol. Proverbial fucking mic drop, guys. Like this is the this is the kind of results that I am creating with my guys going through my one-to-one coaching program. Like it's absolutely incredible to think that, you know, only a few short months ago, like this guy was drinking and he just really didn't see life being any different. But within a few months, like that has radically, radically changed. And the reason why it's changed is because him, like so many of my other guys, have been really willing to look at their beliefs around alcohol. They've been willing to get uncomfortable. They've been willing to sacrifice doing things that they'd done before, you know, like going to parties, going out to the pubs, all those types of things. And here's the thing, actually, sometimes it's not even about sacrificing them, but it's about sacrificing what you think those nights are going to be like compared to like what you can have them like as being somebody who doesn't drink alcohol. So this is the power of working with me, guys, right? It's about having me here to show you your brain. Right? When your brain's trying to negotiate with you, when your brain's trying to reason with you, when your brain is trying to cast doubt around your decision and even question, actually, is my drinking that bad? Maybe I'm just making a bit of a rash decision, right? Like That's why I'm here because I will fucking zoom in and laser in on like where your brain is creating a lot of resistance for you. And together we work through it. Like We get curious, be like, why is my brain offering me that, right? And I can tell you now is because the brain doesn't like change. Like the brain likes getting the dopamine, right? And I've spoke about this on so many episodes that we are quick to forget about the pain of drinking because our brain is so focused on the pleasure because it thinks it's important for our survival. Sobriety is a skill, guys, right? Like I want you to really just kind of sit with that for a moment, right? Like sobriety is a skill. It isn't something that just happens, which is sometimes like a misperception, right? Like I remember one guy I was working with thought I had spontaneous sobriety. And I and I was I laughed, right? Because like that spontaneous sobriety took me three years to get to. And the reason it took three years 
okay, is because, and this is what happens with a lot of guys I see as well, is because, like, I wasn't being honest with myself. Like, I was getting that nudge. I was getting that calling. I was getting that kind of knowing that alcohol wasn't something that I really wanted in my life. But I didn't go there. Like, I wasn't really willing to look at those reasons because I felt like I was just going to have to give up so much more. And... Deep down, I knew I wanted that change, but I wasn't being honest with myself. And, you know, there's the fears, there's the doubts, right? Because our brain looks to the past to predict our future. And working with me, I show you that we want to look to your future to predict your present, not the other way around. Like life's going to get a little bit different, guys. And that's okay. My program can help you guys to really get dialed in on why you want to do this. You know, it's so fucking powerful to be able to show up and have a conversation with another human, especially a guy I find, right? And be able to talk about what's going on for you. Because a lot of the time, I think that we feel we can't. And that's kind of where this episode's going to, right? I'm going to be talking about our sober circle of influence. I think a lot of times, like, if we want to stop drinking, but if our like immediate environment around us is completely contrary to that and not supportive of it, it could be really fucking challenging, really difficult. You know, even in our relationships, you know, when I stopped drinking, my partner was still drinking. So, you know, so it was, it, it, I didn't felt like I had much people to talk with at that time, but I was lucky because I had coaching and I was able to speak to people about what was going on for me. And it felt like such a massive fucking relief. So just having that someone to talk to each week can just take a weight off your shoulders, I promise you. So guys, here's my invitation. If you want to find out more about working with me, if you want to take out all of the guesswork in changing your relationship with alcohol, if in six months from now, you want to have completely stopped drinking, you want to have changed the way that you see alcohol and yourself, book up a consultation with me, guys. Visit my website, patrickjfox.com. You'll see a link there. Or check out the show notes if you're on any website as you're looking at this podcast as well. Or just drop me an email, coach at patrickjfox.com. It might just be one of the most powerful things you've ever done. I can't tell you the amount of guys that have emailed me having spoke to me after a consult and say how revelationary it's been for them. And I want that to be you, man. I really do. Another kind of inspiration I've had for this episode is one coaching again, right? Like in the summer, I I play golf with a group of guys. You you know, we kind of like generally all play together. We're all at a pretty even standard, right? We're all pretty going at the same speed and score, <laughs> if you like. But one of the guys in my group, he actually got a coach. I think it was last summer he got a coach, right? And he had golf lessons and this year really started noticing how his game was starting to improve. Now, I've been playing golf for about 20 years, right? And I, uh, the last few years, I've definitely been playing a hell of a lot more than I used to in the past. But like, I've not really seen much improvement. Yeah, I've been watching YouTube and doing stuff there. But the challenge with that is like it can just get so fucking overwhelming. And so many people are giving you different ideas. that You're trying to fit it all in at once and it just doesn't go to plan. So because my pal had a, a coach, golf coach last year, like I decided that that's something that I was going to do this year. Oh, my God. Best fucking decision ever, man. Like in in the beginning... You know, things got a little bit funny and that's to be expected because you're changing habits, right? You're changing habits, you're changing the way you're thinking, you're changing your swing. 
a bit like when you're stopping drinking, right? Like you're changing your habits, you're changing your routines, you're like you're doing things differently. And it's gonna feel awkward, it's gonna feel uncomfortable, and that's okay. But I got this coach and my the last few rounds of golf I've been playing, man, like fuck, hitting that golf ball hitting it so sweet it's like gives me such a massive dopamine rush there's nothing better than seeing a golf ball like either ping off the driver into the distance or when you actually cream an iron or sink a putt or chip it in man i just want to go play golf right now because that's how excited i am about doing this for myself but it was my friend who got that lesson that inspired me like he influenced me to go and improve my game because i wanted to get better right but i was just doing the same thing over and over again expecting a different result you may have heard that's the uh definition of insanity so he influenced me to go and get lessons so that's what i want to talk to you about today it's about influence right it's about your sober circle of influence so you know there's a, a famous quote you may be familiar with it by Jim Rohn. He talks about, you know, we're, you're the average of the five people that you spend the most time with. And I've heard that quote for years and I've always kind of like had an understanding of it. But I was really thinking about it recently and it's, it's so true, right? It's like who we are with on a day-to-day -day basis, like who what our environment is like, they're really going to have an influence on the choices that we make, Right. So, you know, in your family, like the meals that your family have are going to have an influence on how much your weight is going to fluctuate, I guess, right? Like if you're in a family where you eat takeaways quite a lot, well, obviously that's going to have an impact. Or if you're in a family that's health conscious, then that's going to have an impact, right? And the beautiful thing is, is that, you know, it takes one person to change for the others to change. It has like a ripple effect. There's a, an amazing quote in the... A book called the alchemist and it says in there about like when you evolve everyone around you evolves so our environment plays a big impact in terms of how we show up and the choices we make so just think about it now for a moment right like what is your environment like thinking about where you live thinking about the people that you live with thinking about the people that you hang outside of the the people you live with thinking about where you work how you spend your time after work you know like what is that environment like? What are the people that you're spending time with like? Chances are, because this was the same for me, is that they're gonna be people that drink, right? Because we tend to gravitate towards those who are doing the same as us, right? Or things that we express an interest or have something in common. Like I can't tell you how many people I used to be friends with just because they drank. And now I look back and reflect on it. I'm like, oh, wow, that's so interesting. Like there really wasn't actually much, too much in common other than I was just going out and having beers and stuff or worse. In today's episode, I want you to start thinking about your sober circle of influence. Okay. Now I understand that it might not be something that you can easily change right away. But that's what I want this podcast to be about. I want you to start considering, right, keyword, I want you to start considering what your sober circle of influence could look like. And it doesn't just have to include people, right? I think that's super important, but it also is about what are you consuming, okay? So when I look on my social media channels now on Instagram, for example, like <laughs> the, the kind of things that I'm seeing, like motivational quotes, things about trauma, things about coaching, things about alcohol-free movement, right? 
because these are all things that I'm super interested in and they and these are things that I want to learn about they're things that I want to kind of like reinforce within myself and I'm interested in same about the books that you read like what type of books are you reading what are the podcasts that you're listening to like these are all ways that we are influenced as well and so knowing that is thinking okay so how can I use those platforms if you like to actually support me in rethinking alcohol and changing my relationship to alcohol so obviously guys you're listening to this podcast so I know that you're already doing that but I want you to think in like a wider context, like what else can you be doing to fill your conscious mind with thoughts about stopping drinking, thoughts about even the possibility of stopping drinking, right? Like what are the conversations that you can start having with other people that are going to support you in your decision-making process? Now, if your group of friends bunch of guys, bunch of lads, you know, like finish work at Friday at four o'clock and then just head straight down to the pub and stuff. Like they're probably not going to be the ones that are going to support you through this transition. I'm not saying they're not because, you know, that's not entirely true. But chances are if that kind of like mentality, that kind of, you know, tribal thinking, then it's unlikely that they are. You know, I've, I've said about this before that when I when I was drinking and other people wanted to stop, like I'd be the dick trying to get people involved in drinking again, right? Because we're all social creatures, right? Like we all crave connection. We all crave love, even if we're not aware of it. And we all want to fit in, you know, like that was, that was one of the reasons why I started doing drink and drugs in the first place is because there was this desire to just want to be able to fit in. Like I wanted to belong. I wanted to have an identity and couple that with like peer pressure and, the identity piece of like oh this is who I am now then you start living up to that right like you start thinking like it's factual like I'm a drinker I'm really fast at drinking I get I'm the one first one out last one in you know all that type of stuff that I believed about myself so if you were to draw a circle right and imagine that this is your sober circle of influence who's in there you know my my coach that I work with Fidel he he and shared with me something about like what is your support system and I think this could be like a great way to add to that as well it's like what's your support system like who are the people who are going to give you the emotional and physical mental help that you're going to need on this journey so working with me for example could be listening to my podcast it could be reading other books on sobriety it could be speaking to your partner I want you to start really identifying like who else is there that can support me on this journey? Like who else would I like to spend some time with so that I can have conversations that are going to change or create new neural pathways in my brain that are more in alignment with being someone who doesn't drink rather than someone who does drink. Like I'm a huge advocate of educating yourself. I've said it many times. So whether that's podcasts, whether that's books whether that's watching things on youtube right like what is there that you can educate yourself on that you can put into your sober circle of influence who is there that you can talk to now if you don't feel there is anyone you can talk to that may or may not be true right like maybe you don't feel that you can talk to those most closest to you but now is the time to get creative start thinking like outside of the box or circle (laughs) and think about okay so 
who could I speak to? Like, what, what else is there available to me? We're in an amazing time right now where there's like a huge sober movement, huge sober consciousness, sober revolution happening, if you like. And there's never been more ways to connect with other people, more people who are, who are thinking about stopping drinking or already have stopped drinking on social media, right? Like on Instagram, whether you go onto Facebook and join Facebook groups. You know, one of the things that I first did when I stopped drinking, I joined a Facebook group and after a few months, the person who was running it actually said that they, they weren't gonna do it anymore and they were looking for somebody to take it over. So I thought, wow, what a fucking great opportunity. So I put my name forward and I ended up taking over that Facebook group. And it was great, right? Because then I was in this group with all these other people who had the same goal, same vision as me. And I was able to communicate like what was going on for me. Like I was able to start helping other people and what was going on for them. And it just reinforces constantly my decision about not wanting to drink. And then, and I know this might not be appropriate for all you guys, but then I started building a business about helping people stop drinking. I started going to networking events. I started talking to people about not drinking. And then people started asking me questions. And then it actually led to me delivering business development talks where I'd actually talk about my journey to sobriety. Because the more you talk about what you're doing, the more honest you're being with yourself I think like the more you're kind of solidifying the reasons for why you're doing what you're doing so who is in your current circle of influence are they going to be the people that are going to help you to create this result of stopping drinking and if the answer is no it's okay right like maybe maybe they just need to be outside of your sober circle of influence for a little while that doesn't mean to say that you're never going to speak to these people again. It just means that actually right now you're prioritizing yourself. You're recognizing that maybe some relationships that you have possibly aren't going to serve you in creating what you want. Now, I recognize that in myself, right? Like, and I stepped back from some friendship circles that I was in and I kind of like removed myself from them, right? And it wasn't because of them, it was because of me. It's because I didn't want to be around those conversations about how hungover everybody was or when they're going to go to the pub the next time and stuff, right? I just recognized like that that isn't what I wanted to fill my mind with. I wanted to be in a place where I was really, you know, solid in my belief about why I wasn't drinking. And now I find myself stepping back into that circle of friends, right? Because I've done the work on myself. I just needed that space to figure out what I wanted. I, well, I needed that space to figure out how I wanted to be. Sure, sometimes, you know, I spent a lot more nights in than I would have done usually. But that's sometimes what this transition is going to look like, guys, right? Like you're making this change. Of course, your life is going to look different in some areas. And that's okay. Just let it be different, right? Start making peace with that fact. Because for as long as you are fearful of it changing, then that fear, all that does is just keeping you doing more of what you don't want, and that's drinking alcohol. You know, when I, when I go to the football now, I used to go and meet, go to, at halftime, I always used to go to the bar, right? But like now I don't even bother going to the bar because it's absolutely packed, man. It's so busy. You have to stand up. Everybody's drinking. You get about... 10 minutes just to stand there and shout over each other 
So I just made this conscious choice, like, I'm just not going to go to the bar anymore. Like, it just doesn't seem worth it for me whatsoever. So start thinking about, like, what are some choices that you can begin to make that are going to support you in stopping drinking? Start considering who is it that you want inside your sober circle of influence. And remember, it's not just people, but it's also things that you consume. Like, what are you going to fill your consciousness with? What is it that you want to learn? What is it you want to hear? What is it that you want to see? What is it that you want to speak about? What is it that you want to write about? Right? Like looking at all of these different ways that you can stay conscious, stay aware, be really, really focused on why you're making this decision for yourself. All right, guys, that's it for today. Think about your sober circle of influence. Who do you want in there? Who might need who who might you just need to park outside for a little bit? Remembering it's not a permanent exclusion, but they can be welcomed back in. And guys, you're not alone, right? Like you even if it feels like that for you right now, like there are people out there who will support you. I'm here, my podcast is here, there's other communities. It's about going out and starting finding them for yourselves because the more you do that, the more you're going to really show yourself like there's nothing wrong with whatever you're thinking and feeling like right now. It's all part of the human experience. I am grateful that you are all part of my sober circle of influence and I'm, I'm super thrilled to, to be part of yours as well. All right, guys, have an amazing weekend and I will catch you again next week. Take care and bye-bye. Imagine six months from now, you no longer had a desire to drink. No more thinking about drinking, no more fear about what you're going to do without it. That's exactly what my program offers. No more fear, no more blame, no more doubt. If you're interested in working with me, visit patrickjfox.com or book a consult using the link in the show notes. Until next time, bye-bye.